Joining us now, a uh, member of the Utah Jazz, George Nian, kind enough to carve out a few moments for us. George, how are you? Hey, George. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Not as good as you on this current winning streak. Uh, just what's the sense in this locker room after this team's been able to ratchet up a bunch of W's? Um, you know, it, it's been great. Uh, you know, all the, you know, roster m- movements, you know, kind of created some excitement with the fans. And, you know, we're just trying to get back to playing basketball the right way with the ball flying around and us really anchoring down on defense and, and doing things the right way. And I, and, I, and I think we've done that. You know, George, I understand the world of professional sports and I understand how hard it is to have fun and, and how hard it is to, to find comfort at times because there's so much anxiety uh, from year to year and sometimes from week to week, depending on who you are. How do you you? It, it, when I watch you play, you just got the biggest smile on your face, and it just looks like you're having the best time of your life. How do you how do you find it to be so much fun with all the the weight that's on your shoulders? Um, let me tell you this: when you when you play for a coach Schneider, the, the toughest times are in practice. So I can smile during the game. <laughs> those are the easy part. Um, no, I mean we just have so much preparation done, whether it's film practice. That, you know, the game is the fun part where you can kind of just let it loose because you've mentally tuned yourself to a point of, I don't want to say exhaustion, but to a point of strength where you're just out there and just going off instinct. You don't really have to think. It's more like just out there reacting and, and having a good time. And, and you, you can't take anything away. When when shots are going in for everybody or yourself, you know, it, it makes the game a lot easier. But, you know, coming in and just knowing what my role is and knowing what I have to do to help the team win, um, the jazz organization does a great job of carving those out and making those very clear um, early on. So that makes my life a lot easier. George, you're shooting the ball extremely well, nearly uh, 46% from three. Um, what do you attribute that to this season? Uh, every garbage gets a stake, man. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I've, I've, I've I put a lot of hours and time and, and effort into shooting, but I mean, I, I can't say enough about the play of, you know, Donovan Mitchell, uh, you know, Joe Ingles, uh, Royce, Emmanuel. You know, those guys are doing a great job of, you know, doing things that I can't do, which is beating my guy off the dribble, getting into the lane, and, and, and kicking out and finding me. Um, so, you know, I owe a lot of credit to those guys because I'm just maneuvering the different spots, and they're doing a great job of finding me, whether it's in transition or half court. They do a great job of, you know, having their eyes out and, and finding me on the perimeter. So, um, obviously, I put the time in, but those guys are doing a great job of getting the defense to focus on them and, and kicking the ball out to me. So, there's a there's a video of uh, Donovan Mitchell driving, kicking out to you. You've got a wide-open three, and while you're shooting it, Donovan's walking down the court knowing that you're going to hit it. Um, now, here's the thing. When you get that kick and there's not a guy within five feet of you, a lot of pressure on you knowing that that guy just created a wide-open shot. you got to knock that thing down. Well, I never thought of it like that, but now that she said that, I'm going to start having more, <laughs> put more pressure on myself. No, I'm kidding. No, uh, you know, obviously you, you want to make those shots with those guys, especially when they're celebrating before the shot even goes up. But, you know, we put so much time and, and effort into this game that, you know, it's just another shot. You know what I mean? You're going to make it or you're going to miss it. But the biggest thing that they tell me is you, you got to shoot the next one. So that's all I'm really focused on. It's, I'm not focused on the next mile. I'm focused on the mile that I'm on right now. 
you go back a couple of weeks and the Jazz made some moves to try to improve some things in, in minutes and, and bench and brought in Jordan Clarkson. And I know a lot of people are putting emphasis on what he's done personally. But, George, I want it from your perspective. How much has he changed what you do on the court? Uh, Jordan, uh, I think he offers an amazing dynamic. That's a guy that can get to any spot on the floor and can score pretty much from anywhere on the floor. So when he's drawing that much attention, that makes the life of me, Tony, you know, Emmanuel a lot easier. And I think that's what we were kind of missing in the bench unit before. So having him allows us to have a, you know, a go-to guy on the bench unit and it opens up a lot of different lanes and opportunities for other guys with all the attention on JC. What's been your impression of Emmanuel Moutier um, last night scoring 20 points? He's been uh, solid coming off the bench as well. What's uh, what's he meant to this team and what, what's that addition been like? Uh, he's been amazing. The guy's an ultimate competitor and um, just an amazing guy. I've actually gotten really close with Emmanuel and, uh, you know, Everywhere he's gone, he's kind of been like scrutinized for what he can't do. And really, there's really much that he, he, he does so many great things. I don't know what, what, what these other people were talking about because he can do so many things. He can get into the paint. He's a big guard and can finish around the rim. And I don't know if you guys have seen, but he gets the spots in the mid range where you're like, mm-hmm. at first he'd be like, ah, oh, that's a tough shot. But I feel like he's shooting like 90% from those long twos. You know, George, you listened to Moutier talk after that game, and he said, I thought I was a smart basketball player, but now I feel like I'm much more intelligent. Just I, talking about what you were talking about earlier, the the development and the time put into development. And I, I know that you don't have a, a broad spectrum of multiple coaches in the NBA in coaching, but you know, you come out of Iowa State, you, you've spent time with plenty of coaches. What's What's different about Quinn Snyder and his staff in the world of development? I just think they, they they break it down to like the simplest form where, you know, here's what we want you to do. Here's the things that like, if you do this, this will open this up for this guy and this will make us better. And they just drill that in you. And every day you're constantly working on it. If you're sick of it or tired. And I think the biggest thing is that everybody is in here. And if you ever came to a practice, like an hour, hour and a half before practice and you have a routine or they're staying after practice, and no matter what, if you're tired, you don't want to do it, you're doing that routine because Coach, I was always preaching about it, you know, like we're drilling these things into your head like it may be tedious now, but when you get on the court, like you're going to remember to do it. And that was the thing with Emmanuel. Coach was always telling Emmanuel, you know, you're you're jumping in the air and passing. So Coach is always making Emmanuel uh, jump, stop, and pivot. And I'm sure for the first couple of weeks it was annoying, but now when Emmanuel's in there, he's jump, stop, and pivot, dropping it off to bigs scoring in the lane he's just it, it's just the, the development aspects of the Utah Jazz is just like a priority right under being a good person you know um, they just really want you to work on your game and try to better yourself day in and day out George Niang joining us here on 97.5 1280 The Zone on the Sprint Special Guest Line. George, there was a, you know, a moment uh, several weeks ago where there was some concern about this team and, uh, you know, have they taken a step backwards after some of the uh, movement in the offseason? Are they going to be able to create that same kind of magic that they had last season? Was there, any ever, was there ever any concern in the locker room or did you guys know eventually this thing was going to get headed in the right direction? No, I mean, uh, we always have confidence, especially with how we work and how hard we work and how close we are. Um, obviously, we had to figure some things out and, and make some things happen, but I think you can never underestimate how close a team is and when a team has 
great chemistry and they continue to work hard and believe in each other. I mean, that's all you can ask. Obviously, you need talent, but I mean, we have that from from top to bottom. It was just us putting it together like a puzzle. So uh, I know we were taking some heat and, you know, people were questioning us, but, you know, we're rolling now and we just have to keep doing that. The schedule is going to continue to get tougher and we're just going to have to keep proving that we're a team that belongs. One thing that's inevitable in professional sports is going to be locker room turnover, and we saw some pretty sizable turnover um, with guys going elsewhere and the Jazz bringing in new guys. I just want to get your thoughts just in in compatibility and and locker room and having fun. Is this team equatable to last year's team? Yeah. I mean, whenever you have a roster that has Joe Ingles on it, you're going to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) He keeps the group group light. Um, And we just have a ton of great dudes, you know, from Ed Davis to Emmanuel Moutier, Mike Conley, all those new guys. Um, Bojan, he's even has a little funny sense of humor. They keep they keep the mood light, and we know when it's time to work, and we know when it's time to have fun. I think we have a good balance. Even even Coach Q, you know, does a great job of you know keeping us light and ready to go. And obviously, Mike's been out for some time, but you know when you're watching games and you're seeing him jump off the bench and fist pump and having a lot of fun with you guys, it seems like he's still very much involved in kind of the day to day morale and also the relationships with the team. Just your interactions with him since the injury, you know, what 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 has he been doing with the team and, and for the team as much as he can? Uh, you know, I think he's just um, spreading his knowledge. He's a 12 year vet and. He's done a great job of, you know, talking us through different things, whether that's coverages or what a guard seeing or just overall being a, a great overall teammate. He's there to do it all. He's around the team every day. He's working out to get back, but also there for every practice, every lift, every shoot around. Um, so it's he's been great. I can't wait for him to get back on the court. I know he's excited, and I know he can offer us a ton uh, to help us win. Uh, I know you probably don't spend a lot of – well, I don't know. Maybe you do. It's kind of why I'm asking a little bit of this question. But your your contract for this season um, becomes uh, became fully guaranteed, I believe, yesterday. Um, Ooh, do you do you, <laughs> do you spend your time being concerned about that stuff? I mean, I mean, for us, we knew it was a foregone conclusion. But for a guy that really had to work and sweat and bleed to get to where you're at now, do you, are you able to put that out of your mind? Or do you still somehow have some concerns on that stuff uh, throughout the course of a year? Um, you know, that stuff used to concern me. But, you know, there's a line that everybody says, and it's called control what you can control. And I can't control any of that. All I can control is, you know, my attitude, my effort, and if I show up on time. So if I focused on things that I couldn't control, I'd drive myself crazy and probably not play to my capabilities. So I really just try not to think about it, come in and think about what routine I'm going to get into and what I'm going to do and take it one day at a time. To be honest, I I thought it was the 10th, and then they told me yesterday it was the 7th. So I didn't even know the day, which sounds pretty stupid, but I should probably know these things. <laughs> what was that call like, or what was that moment like? Oh, it was great. I mean, the, the best thing is when they – I someone told me when I was at the facility, they're like, if they don't tell you anything, then you're good. I was like, oh, well, I shouldn't even showed up today. I should throw my phone in the river. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Uh, don't answer your phone. Yeah. Just stay away. Uh, I, exactly, I said, yeah. I said, I, so they don't I, really I said, tell you anything. No I said news that for, is good news. 
I said that for years after the NFL cut me. I was like, you know, I'll just buy my own helmet, my own pads, and I'll just show up. <laughs> I mean, what, what are they going to do? They're going to run me off the field? Me yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, George, I know that these seasons are probably, you know, overwhelming and very consuming. Do you find time for anything else, or is it just all basketball and sleep and eat? Um, you know, going to see them, it's tough uh, to find, you know, some free time because all you want to do is relax and eat and different things like that. But I think the biggest thing that helps me get through the season is, you know, my family, uh, talking with them and having them visit or whatever cities that I go to, if I have family there and visiting with them and friends also, those are the moments that mean the most because you kind of are really consumed in, you know, basketball for six to eight months out of the year. Um, so when you ever you have a chance to to be with family and friends, uh, that those are the times that I cherish, uh, you know, during the season, and that's what I try to occupy my time with. If I'm not sleeping or eating, I do a lot of eating. If you didn't know, <laughs> but I will say, you know, you look at uh, Iowa State, George Niang, and uh, Utah Jazz, George Niang. I don't, you know, that that conditioning program that's that's uh, that's quite a bit different. <laughs> yes, they don't pay. Uh, fat people anymore (laughs) (laughs) hey uh by the way george doug from lhm used cars just texted me said hey remind george that he's due for an oil change so tell him i'm coming right in can i I borrow the lamborghini for a couple days too there you go yeah you're gonna need to talk to travis about that (laughs) one travis is the Uh, lamborghini Yeah, Mr. Generous, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see how generous he is with his Lamborghinis. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, George, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Uh, congratulations on the early part of the season. Keep it rolling, and hopefully we can talk again soon. Thanks, George. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. A lot you of fun, it. man. George Niang right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone.